When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's your favorite single girl, Andrea Bain. Welcome to the Single Girl Problems Podcast, your one-stop shop for real relationship talk. On today's show, we're switching things up for this episode. I have two very special guests joining me from the podcast, Turn Me On. Jeremy Saunders and Bridie McLean are here. Welcome to the show. I love that we're switching things up. This should be a really fun time. Yeah, I'm... Frig, I just came from the most amazing dance class. I feel... Oh, it was a dance class? Well, no, it's like a fusion class, like a bar... No, not bar, like dance, yoga, Pilates... Well, you do have that dewy glow of like, I'm relaxed, all my chakras are alive. I don't even know, like, I'm barely <laughs> here. I feel like a bit of a noodle, but like a blissful noodle. A good noodle. Yeah. Like you need a nap, like a cup of tea and a nap. Yeah. Yeah. And like maybe some sex. Oh. You, you still know? got some energy. Yeah. Well, okay, like lazy, lazy. Like, do lazy, do whatever you want yeah, to me Yeah, when sex? you're already humid <laughs> and like, you know, sticky and just. Did it pep you up? It, 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 it pepped up my uh, spirit. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah, good. it really made me feel super grateful. I feel like nice. you and I are on two, we're on two completely <laughs> opposite planes right now, because I'm also a noodle, but uh, very hungover, depressed, uh, uh, like hurting unit That's noodle. how I felt this morning. I, and that, yeah. yeah, okay. You yeah. guys, part, so was there a partying? We had a live show drinking. last night. We oh. did a live show. I got, I, quite, I quite drunk bottles quickly. here somewhere. I got, I plastered half. You still through. have the bottle? Yeah, well, I It's br- like I, a small bottle of uh, pre-mixed... Um, it was an old fashioned. An old like fashioned, a, a, like a premixed cocktail. Okay, so you're carrying your own premix. Well, I went to the liquor store. Oh, okay, okay, brought okay. it in. Okay. You know, it was That's like, like old school. We did, we did here. That's we like did high school. Here. Remember in high school, you go to the Seven Eleven and get your like, yeah. you dump your alcohol in that cup and yeah. you don't drink. Yeah, no, so it was like an actual bottle I bought from the the liquor store, and, mm-hmm. and I was drinking it on on stage. But it's an old fashioned, right? So it's like it's going down mm-hmm. very easy, very sweet, mm-hmm. very tasty. Dangerous. And the next thing I realize is that. It's mostly uh, oh, gone. It's and it's <laughs> and it's forty percent alcohol. Yeah. So I I drank a bottle of liquor. Yeah. And I looking in the audience, and I could see people looking at the bottle and looking at me, being like, "How is he still talking? Still, still, still standing?" Yeah. And you did this during a show. Yeah, we had show. a live show. We were having like you know, yeah, yeah, a yeah, beer the during the show. Yeah. Oh, flip. I'd call myself out in the show. You know what? I think maybe we should switch to a morning show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Much but, healthier for everyone involved. No, I think we've all had that moment where you just sit down. Usually, for me, it always happens when you go over to a friend's house just casually, and they're like, you want a drink? And it's like, yeah, sure. And they bring out a bottle of wine, and then you look, and there's like three empty bottles on the table, and you're like, who drank this? And it's yeah. like, and yeah. then you go to stand up, and you're like, we drank this. We, yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, we did. I, did that. Yeah. I finished that one off. Uh, well, this is this is really exciting. Um, uh, you know, we're doing a little, like, swap cast, or is, is, as the kids call it. Is that what they call it? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we don't know what the kids are saying. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know what kids <laughs> no do. No idea what the kids talk about. Uh, but, Andrew, why don't you, why don't you tell uh, us about your your podcast? Okay. Um, 
single girl single girl problems. Single girl problems. Because uh, I I I did listen to a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, but but for maybe our listeners uh, who are listening at home who listen to our show. Yeah. Uh, who don't know anything about it. Of course. Give them a little, like, rundown. A little something? Okay, so... I take it you're single. Uh, actually, I'm dating somebody. Oh, shit. Gonna All have to right. change the name of the podcast. I know, <laughs> but here's the deal. I don't know, but then I did a podcast yesterday where this person really convinced me that perhaps I need to break up with this person. So that's a whole oh, other, wow, like, wow. thing. So what happened was uh, I, I wrote a book called Single Girl Problems, <laughs> Why Being Single Isn't a Problem to Be Solved. And uh, it was a great book. It's my first book. I never thought I'd write a book. It was great. And it, the book is all about my journey as a single person and all the stigma that comes with it and all the, you know, assumptions that people throw on single women and, you know, all that stuff that society puts on you, like your clock is ticking and you're no good if you're past a certain age and you're still single, all that crap. You know, it's like, like, like expired milk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the milk's gone bad type of deal. So I wrote a book about how it's all nonsense and kind of like an empowering, like this is bullshit. It's a different time and, you know, gave statistics and all this shit. So... During my uh, my book tour, I was having all these great conversations with people, like people who came to just support or whatever. I was at, on a panel. And to the point where every time I was at one of these events, the people who run the place would be like, you need to leave. Like, get out. Like, the converse, like wrap it up. The janitor has his, his mop and the lights are turned off. And I'm like, this woman said to me, she's like, yeah, I wish we had like a space where we could just like talk like this all the time. And then it was like, bing podcast mm. so I just wanted my podcast to be a space where people could talk about what's going on pop culture wise and I don't just have single people are like is this just single women and I'm like no I want to talk to gay trans straight like divorce I want to talk to everybody because relationships are something regardless of age race religion we all have that experience mm. so I wanted that space to be like so what's going on whether we talk about like we just talked about you know blended families and this woman wrote this amazing book so we talked about all that craziness and then my girlfriend the week before she's a supermodel and you think she's stunning literally or, or no like, literally okay right Adrian could not contain like the guy who records could not contain himself like <laughs> I'm looking at Adrian in the corner right now. Like, I can tell. Yeah, I <laughs> saw his. I saw his eyes do the cartoon bug eye, like, and I'm like, yeah, she's. Like, I was fine. Thank you. <laughs> because his girlfriend's listening. That's why. And she was talking about her dating life, and I think we put all these assumptions. And I know her. She's my friend, and mm. I just assume that she's in New York. She's a model. It's going to be easy. And she's like, guys are paying for dates with gift cards and shit, and she doesn't get asked out at all. And I'm like, what? Like. Just all of the stuff and just breaking it down. So it's a real conversation. We no holds bar. We just sit down and just shoot the shit with different people and talk about their experiences. Um, I interview everybody from like, you know, people who've written books or people who just have crazy stuff. I like to talk to guys a lot because I think women are too busy commiserating amongst themselves about dudes. Guys are the worst. You know mm. what his problem is? He just doesn't appreciate how gorgeous and smart you are. Horse shit. Talk to him and find out what he really thinks. Yeah. So we bring guys on. It's like, yeah, let's find out what does it mean when you do this or you don't do that. So I wanted to kind of have a more evenly balanced conversation about relationship stuff. So that's pretty much what the show is about. Sweet. Do you have like set questions that you kind of try to ask everybody? Uh, No. Because I'm I'm a television person. I've been working in TV for a very long time. So the one thing I really wanted to not do was all like that TV stuff, which uh. is you're pre-interviewed before anybody, just as anybody doesn't know, when you, before you go on any talk show, you are pre-interviewed several times. You know every question before they yeah. ask it. They know what you're going to say. Everything's very controlled. So I was looking forward to a space where it's like, I don't 
send people anything about what we're going to talk about. Mm. Yeah. I invite them. I tell them the time and place. And then we just, they find out when I'm announcing to them the three topics we're going to talk about. And of course, for my own brain, just so, because you know you have a brain fart, I might write down a couple questions, but I rarely look at the page because I'm, I'm in a conversation. Yeah. And, and also, it's like, you know, maybe use a question here and there to prompt something. But yeah. you never know where that question is going to take you. And people you just... have said all kinds of shit in here. I love yeah. when people say, I've never told anybody this. And I'm like, yes. Fuck yeah. Tell, so you are telling tell everybody now. Now we're going to, yeah, that's the shit I want to hear. And I tell them as much as I can. I'm like, this is not a six minutes, like, give me your canned answers. Like, talk. Like, this is a place you can actually really talk. Give me anecdotes. If you don't agree with me, be, please, by all means, look at me and go, mm. that is horse shit. And then, you know, defend your argument. So I try to create a space that's not so contrived when that's it great. comes to my guests so they can chit chat. You look so relaxed. I, <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm like, maybe I'm too relaxed, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I look at maybe you and I should I'm have like, some coffee. Give me some of that coffee. Oh um, no, I, I feel I feel incredible. And I love uh, I love what you're saying and how you I, the reason I asked that question is because <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if you I always want I always wonder what I'm not asking people or if there's something I should be asking everyone so that I kind of have I can I kind of have like, you know, a, a test sample of of people that I can ask the same question to and see how they answer it differently and you know like what's the what's the best question to ask everybody to get them to like share something really amazing I I, like I don't know like I don't know if there's a question so much as if you're listening like if you're Mm -hmm. listening that's when you're like you're like oh like you can hear it they'll say something and you're like wait a second you just glossed over that like go back like what is what does that mean or what did you do in that situation and then that's where the nuggets are so I don't think there's a specific question I sometimes uh, have a random bowl called reach into my bowl (laughs) at the end of the show what I'll get I have random questions and I just get them to reach in and then whatever question I'm like you have to read it out loud and you have to answer the question that's also good because it kind of throws people out because they're like what's this going to be like I'm like I don't want to answer any sexual questions well too bad honey you just pulled the sex (laughs) question so you got to answer it I think I think there's also something to be said about asking the question that you might feel may not be the like oh I don't know if I should ask this oh, but I'm always a- like a- ask that as soon as you have that impulse that's what I'm saying that's the question so- you need to as ask as soon as you have that feeling of like yeah. oh I don't know if I should go here yeah. you just blurt it out just say it it's What's wild. the worst that can happen they're, they're gonna go oh, you know what I don't want to talk about no that. the worst that can happen is they can go what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, that, 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 okay. that could happen. If that's the worst thing that, that could happen, it's not that bad. <laughs> and we have seen that happen to people. Yeah. They, I have seen that happen to people. It's like, oh, God. Uh, Bride, why don't you describe to to the listeners who may not be familiar with uh, Turn Me On podcast what, what yes. we're all about? So we, we're a no-holds barred conversation as well about what it's like to be a, a sexual being in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, Jeremy and I created this podcast a couple of years ago to... Uh, to basically do a lot of the same things you're saying. It's just mm-hmm. like open up a space for people to talk <laughs> candidly about their sexual experiences and mm-hmm. for other people to be able to hear that and know that they're not alone and mm-hmm. and also have their... Also, you know, there's so much mystery around sexuality be- because we don't talk about it. So, like, what happens when you start mining your brain or, and your experience for, like, clues? Like, what are you into? And if mm-hmm. you're not satisfied sexually, and I think that a lot of people are not... Why not? And what can we, like, myself included, it's like, well, I feel like this is supposed to be more fulfilling than it is. Mm-hmm. And so let's let's dig deeper and, you know, 
I will give ourselves our own sex education that I we that, that was seriously lacking. I love yeah, that. so true, mm-hmm. so true. Especially I think more for women. No offense to the dudes, but I think for girls, it's just like a lot of women are like, I've never had an orgasm, and they're like fifty-seven years old. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, and you're not concerned about that? No, I'm good. He yeah. loves me. Yeah, it's fine. I I enjoy it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you haven't been to the mountaintop. That's why you're saying that. Uh-huh. Aha. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's interesting. You've seen the view. You haven't been yeah. up there, but you wouldn't say that nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it, you know, it, I, you're you're right. Like it is, it, I think it is a big issue for women, and I think the you know we've kind of come to realize that a lot of that stems from the fact that there's been so much repression over the history of like women's sexuality. Yeah, and and, and like really specifically, like scientifically, you know, like a lack of funding. Yeah, because it's just like that's ah, no no we don't need to. We got Viagra. That. What else we don't need? That's Viagra. right. We yeah. figured it out. We got it. Don't yeah. worry about that. As yeah. long as we can reproduce. Yeah. Pleasure doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah all hands made tail kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in, yeah, and I think sometimes culturally too, because my uh, like my family, my parents are from the Caribbean, where it's like women don't enjoy sex. You have sex to make babies, and that's it. And uh, is that the mentality? Like, uh, like for, for the, sure. the mo- most like, part. There's a lot of sexuality. The I feel like the Caribbean I know. just like the sexuality is in the body. music. Yeah, the sexuality <laughs> down here. Yeah. I know. Take it all you off. think you and they do that. Oh, they're still doing it. That's the fucked up part. The music is very sexual. The dancing is very sexual. Yeah. But then when it comes to like a woman's pleasure, oh, we don't we don't talk about that. Oh, we it's it's not a discussion. It is all very male centric, where it's about the man having like enjoying sex, and the woman Whoa. just is like she is the. She's in the room. She's there. But yeah. she's no one really is concerning themselves with that. So then I, you find a lot like I remember when I was growing up, it's just uh, there was a, in high school, there was a girlfriend of mine who uh, it got out that she gave a guy a blowjob. And it was su- it was like social suicide for her. Like we were all like, <gasps> everybody was covering their drinks. Like people were just being such assholes. Like, <laughs> so assuming, yeah. Oh, we we're like, oh, I don't want, I don't want none of that. You thirsty? Spit. You thirsty, bitch? <laughs> Sorry, you can't have none of this drink. Like, it was so weird. But I realized looking back, it's like, yeah, that stemmed from our cultural repression of, like, girls, good girls don't do that. Nice girls Mm. don't do that. You don't enjoy it. Like, we know you're going to have sex, but you don't discuss it. And it was just this whole thing. And then, you know, it's so funny because... Now, as a lot of my friends are parents, I'm watching the way that they're they're trying their best not to give their kids this like don't be a whore mentality, mm-hmm. don't be that that girl, and they're like they want their kids to be open and talk. Um, and just recently, uh, my uh, my girlfriend's daughter, who's turning fifteen, went turning fifteen, turning fifteen okay. uh, in a couple weeks, and you know, sh- you we were dating at that age. Oh yeah. Right? You oh, I was, I was on a mission to touch a boob. Yes. Like at 14. And girls were on a mission to make out with <laughs> yeah. you at the dance. Like, we're yeah. in that age. So she's being very realistic because she, uh, she knows what she was brought up with, which is like, no, you just don't do it until you're finished, you know, college, which is like, please, okay. no one does that. Yeah, right. So yeah. her daughter's gone on dates and she's like, she's like, here are the rules. I drop you off. I pick you up. You're going on a date. Who is this boy? It's all, you know, so it's all in the open. She's like, and you're completely honest with me and you tell me what you do. So she dropped her daughter off at the movies and the movie was two and a half hours long and when she picked up her daughter she noticed her daughter looked different than the way she went in her mascara's runny her hair's all greasy and fucked up her clothes are a little twisted and she looks at the boy and he's completely fine none a hair out of place and she's just like oh god oh, like what man. happened in yeah. that dark room for those two and a half hours now so was she- it, did they go see like a blockbuster hit or were they going to some sort of fucking like 
you know, foreign film that uh, that's been like like it, it only happens to be screening like one night and yeah, no one's like, actually going. The theater's mm, fucking empty. No, no, no. They went to see like Spider Man or Superman. Yeah, I'm right. horrible with that okay, stuff. But okay. it was like one of those like typical movie for teenagers to go and see. Okay. So it was like she was like, It's innocent. They're in the mall, I'm gonna mill about and then but she is like as soon as she saw her daughter, she was like, Oh shit. So she waited till she got home. She didn't want to freak out, because that's the whole thing. Don't freak out. So she gets her daughter, her daughter gets home. She waits till her husband is like somewhere else in another room. She's like, so what did you do in that cinema? Like, seriously, what did you do? And her daughter's like, nothing. And she's like, what did you do? Like, I'm your mother. If you, if you fuck with me, you'll never see a movie again. And she was like, we made out. And she's like, is that why your hair is all like, like, why is your hair like that? And she's like, oh, he was just touching my hair. That's all. And she's like, but your mascara's running. And she's like, oh, I didn't I, like her daughter hadn't seen herself. So she didn't know. And my girlfriend's like, I she's like, I didn't want to freak out. She goes, but inside I'm freaking out. She drank a bottle of wine after that conversation because she was like, all she's she's imagining the worst. She's like, all I'm thinking is my daughter gave this boy a blowjob for two and a half hours. And was gagging on that, and that's why her mascara is running. That's why her oh hair is messed up. <laughs> like your God. brain goes to the worst yeah, thing, yeah. right? But yeah, I'm like, totally. and I was with her, and I'm like, I'm behind you, and I love that you're parenting, and I love that you have that openness. But I, for a moment, so horrible to say this, I'm like, God, I wish you were a boy. Mm-hmm. I wish you didn't like, because it's just all that stuff, and I'm like, it's still in me, like all that like conservative Caribbean stuff is still in me where I'm like God I hope he doesn't get a reputation and this boy better not say anything like all Mm. of these stupid thoughts but it's like yeah but this is what you want this is natural nothing about this is weird do you think it's changing in like like back home no no like modern they don't today really no it's still backwards and I know this I know this because not that we have discussions about it when I do talk to my family uh, but we are all on Facebook and you know Facebook you find out a lot about people by the things that they repost Mm -hmm. and the things that they like and on many occasions I'll see them just like repost things that are really like uh, anti-gay or like and it's just like it kind of throws me back where I'm like oh yes you yeah 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 you're still over there that mentality still holds very strong and there's no pride parade over there and you guys are not okay with all the stuff that we Mm. are like we're like what are you even talking about who even cares about anymore they still very like it's still very conservative so it's super interesting yeah yeah I had no idea yeah super conservative yeah Yeah. but they're still understand something the conservative is on the surface yeah they're still doing all the stuff Yeah. yeah yeah my dad went into a story once about uh, a family friend of ours who got caught having sex with a tied up goat when he was a teenager and I was like I'm okay. sorry I beg your pardon yeah. so they still like there's still all kinds of crap going on it's just you don't you just don't talk about it huh. you know you don't you do those things with your husband which is like please yeah yeah that's the last person you do those things with. I, we, I, honestly <laughs> like I'm I would uh, we gotta get a goat fucker on the show <laughs> That's that's something we were we were missing right now on our show. <laughs> Let me know. I will call Uncle Winston up and be like, "Hey, hey, hey! Remember that time you fucked that goat? Would you be willing to talk about it?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on I, up to Canada. There's a couple of people. That want to yeah, he'd <laughs> yeah. be like, oh, it "Wasn't a goat? It was a sheep." Let us know what he's talking about. <laughs> Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> I'm thinking about my sister and how she handles like raising young women, and and I feel like Tara in that situation would have been like, okay, so it was a blowjob. How how did it go? What did you do? What yeah. was your technique? Yeah, tell me about it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. 
It, Let's you, get great at it. Your sister because really is. I want to be cool, and I want to be cool. Yeah. But I tell you something: when it's the you're having the conversation, you're just like, God, I, your face is like, yeah, okay, whatever, tell me. But inside, you're like, holy crap. Yeah. yeah. But it's again, it's normal. I did that with my little sister when she. I must have been like. I don't know. She's six years younger than me, and she probably lost her virginity around like sixteen. So I was mm. like, I was like, she didn't tell me. I was so mm. heartbroken that she didn't like announce it to me when it happened. I like found out down know. the road, mm. and I was like, um, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> just so you know, um, once you start having sex with your boyfriend, like everything else before that, just like loses its its specialness, like ho- all the tingles from kissing. You know, I was panicking. I was panicking. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but um, you know, I was also I was pretty prudish as well until like probably until you met me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, baby, absolutely. Do boys do that? Like, do you have a brother? Uh, no, I have a sister, have a and t- I did not want to know anything about. Anything okay. about okay. what my sister was up even to. to this day? Do you still like? Uh, well, that no, you know what? Now she's married and Scott. You know, she's like just she's had sex kids. at least twice. Okay, because she has sure. two babies. Well, okay. so here's the thing: is, is <laughs> and uh, N- uh, Natasha, I know you don't listen to this podcast, so <laughs> Go I for can it. get away with saying it. Uh, she, I remember in high school, a friend of mine coming up to me and being like, "Yo, did you know that, um, like, your sister's a bit of a slut." Oy. And I was like, first of all, n- no, I did not know that. Yeah. And second of all, don't tell me that. Yeah. Don't tell me that. I don't want to know. No. I don't want to know anything about this. So I had to go to Natasha. And I was like, Ugh. are you, she's two years younger than me. So I was like, are you the girl? Are you that girl? Are you the girl coming to high school? Like you're coming into my, you're coming into my high school next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and are you going to come into my high school yeah. in my final year and be the girl that sleeps with everyone? And oh, she yeah. was like, what, who the, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. dude, leave me alone. And I was like, Brad told me you were a slut. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, how does Brad know? I was like, I don't know. We called her out. She came to one of our live shows and you said that you told this story and you were like, yeah, Tash, you were a bit of it. You slept around in high school. She was like, what are you talking about still to this day? She's like, no. Oh my yeah. God. Brad's is and your slut. I think, I think where that all came from, actually, so, you know, not to like, not to uh, reinforce your worries, but I think where all all that came from, yeah. there was one boy that lived, um, you know, maybe like a 15 minute walk from her house. And I know my sister was like dating him. Mm-hmm. In my mind, they were like, holding hands behind the you know behind the school she blew him and then that word got out and that's and then it. brad was like oh yeah yeah i guess natasha's a big old slut social suicide <laughs> wow yeah, right? back to the blowjob yeah. one blowjob and you're done and for. you're done for kid that's right so kids if you're listening right now save it until marriage right that's, i don't understand is- <laughs> because doesn't like does that uh don't people want the blowjobs that are being given like, why would you then shame someone? I know, because then you cut off the, the service. It's kids, like, yeah. you're kids not going to so get weird. another one if you run your mouth. Yeah, yeah. kids are weird. Kids yeah. are so weird. Yeah. Yeah, that whole, that whole like, social hierarchy, it's... it's no, but it's, it's real. Like, yeah. you guys are just reminding me that I have a girlfriend who's a school principal who was walking in, you know, one of the back hallways of the school, and... Uh, she ran into two students, a young girl giving a guy a blowjob. In school? In school. In school. During, during class, in school, in the hallway, they thought they wouldn't get caught. And the, that's not even the bad part. bad part is he was recording her. 
No, whoa. you can't do that. And then whoa, whoa, whoa. put a, your phones that's, away. See, this is like that's, that's where all, I mean, he's he's recording her and make and then to add to that is she's in a hijab. She's Muslim, so uh, holy the layers of like. So, what, what's next? What else do you got? I, <laughs> yeah. And she's holding a newborn baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's in the middle of lighting the school. On yeah, fire. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and <laughs> my girlfriend had this moment of like. Okay, principal hat and also, you know, woman knowing what the ramifications are if this young girl gets caught. Like, her family, we don't know how conservative they are, but this, you know, why to run the risk? So she did not tell her parents. And she she made the decision to she took the phone. She deleted. She she spoke to the girl and the guy individually and together about how irresponsible and all this stuff. But she was look she could have if she had done what she's supposed to do. Like yeah. who knows what would have happened, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's the, but that's the, that's the era that we're in right now. Do you guys watch the show Euphoria at all? I haven't yet. I, ju- I oh. just, I've been hearing it's amazing. I told my girlfriend two Beast days of a ago show. to check it out, and she texted me like an hour later and was like, "Holy fuck, I'm obsessed." Yeah, yeah. it's a beast. I'm not their demo. I'm obsessed with the show. I yeah. wish this show existed when I was in high school because it is, you know, we like uh, we had Degrassi, which God bless Degrassi. I'm not saying yeah. anything bad about Degrassi. Degrassi served its purpose. So wholesome, very wholesome. But I was like, who? Like it's garbage. It's yeah. like a Disney-fied yeah. view of high school where it's like, oh my God, she's got the denim jacket on. Like, ugh. It was like, yeah. where's Euphoria? Is the real deal, and and I guess also it's showing like you know times have changed, sexuality, trans kids. How do you work, deal with that? Your daughter is on her phone. You gave her a phone. Everybody has a phone, yeah, right. But she's on her phone and she's in her bedroom and she's making money on Pornhub. Yeah, it's a different. So yeah. they oh, explore wow. all that. Yeah, they explore all that stuff and they talk about it. And there's like they show them having sex, like real sex. Like it's a it's a great show. And it's, it, it explores so many things. I love that show so much. Great cool. show to really talk to. And like every parent needs to watch that show. Every parent who, let me rephrase that. Every parent who's out there thinking that they're a little angel, not my kid. My kid doesn't do that. Mm. They're not into that yet. She still has a teddy bear on her bed. That's the girl who's given the most amount of BJs. <laughs> Just FYI. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, HBO. What What is up with HBO? How do they, like, how? I'm addicted. Why are I'm they addicted. so good? Why is everything that they put out so like on, on on such a level? I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for high quality entertainment. Like yeah, it's, yeah me too. It's yeah, me too. Important. Yeah, super for... important. I watch. I think I spend more time watching HBO than anything else. Like so, I turn my TV on and I go to HBO, and I'll rewatch an HBO show instead of watching something on like cable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it's so solid. Yeah. and like even back in the day. Yeah, you know, like Sex in the City. Like yeah. that's where that's where I really started watching HBO. Yeah. And even that, I look back on that show, and even that show is like archaic. Yeah, yeah. right? Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But, you know, we got euphoria now. And blowjobs in the cinema, let's not. They were just making out. <laughs> totally, 100%. I mean, my mascara runs like uh, just an, an unbelievable amount when I make out. I mean, maybe it was there was a sad part in the movie. Maybe she was crying. Spider-Man does have a very sad <laughs> origin story, you know? One of his parents gets shot. Oh, God. Or wait. Uncle. Yeah, his uncle gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what brought her to tears. That's, yeah. yeah that's oh, it. my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was one thing that we were, uh, that we were, before we started recording, you mentioned that uh, we were talking about sex toys. We were talking about sex toys last night, um, specifically the Vesper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which it's... I don't, have we talked about on Turn Me On before? Yeah, yeah. It was like, well, we had just started the yeah, podcast right. when I got that. Do you know about the Vesper? 
I, Are you familiar okay. with this? I've never, like, I because I'm single, a lot of people assume that I have, like, a whole <laughs> tickle trunk of, like, every dildo ever made. And I'm like, no. I've never owned one. But I went to this event, and they're like, oh, we have a great gift bag. And they were too amped about the gift bag. And I was like, what's in this bag? And I get home, and it's just all this, like, paraphernalia. It's all these sex toys. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I finally all have these them. sex toys? Yeah, I got a whole heap of them. I got a whole bunch of what stuff. What the fuck was what the event, event that you went to? Um, it was... like, I was at the Avian Awards. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it was like, they were they were having a, a conversation about relationships. So, you know, you get invited to that kind of stuff. And they talked about, they had a, a guest speaker, and I guess that person's sponsored by a company that makes all of these sex toys. So they okay. were like, oh, you're going to love it. There were things in there that I was like, I don't even know know where this goes like I don't even know what this does I don't even know how to turn it on I don't know if this is for me or for him like and I'm like I just like I realize I'm like I'm a sex toy virgin like I was like I don't know how this works I've never used any of this stuff I brought one because I really I have it in the box I really don't know what to do with it it's intimidating I would like to see do you want to see you brought it here yeah oh hell yeah well what's the point of talking about it if I don't bring it it's show and tell that's sweet (laughs) so it's still in the box it's not been used so don't worry I'd be like "Um, did you touch it that was in your gift bag that was yeah that was one of the things in my gift bag you can Um, take it out of its packaging is it called the womanizer (laughs) yeah and it like it sounds like it sounds like a hybrid car like it's like Don't what you... is that is it on like that's Whoa, what it does it's, look at this thing it's Holy so shit. it looks so, like it fell out of a spaceship uh, exactly and I'm looking at it and I had to like put on glasses and read the fine print because I was like where are the instructions like what is this what are people like and I'm like oh my God. it actually has an autopilot setting it, it, it is a spaceship yeah autopilot let the autopilot surprise you while it varies stimulation uh, and intensity in the moment you will never ooh. know what's coming next coming next you guys hear that uh, a new experience with every use. Interesting. Uh, look at that thing. I would like to look at that. I also don't. <laughs> I love I, that's like uh, pass it over here, please. <laughs> like I don't. I don't. I don't use sex toys. No. And um, twelve intensity levels. Holy shit. That's great. <laughs> I do know from the like one vibrator that I have mm-hmm. that um, multiple speeds is important. Something that alternates speeds. And I love this autopilot idea of like, oh, you don't know what to expect. Surprise me, yeah. lover. Yeah, no, take it out of the box and like, because it's, I think it's all charged. Oh, really? Yeah. You just have to. Oh, I see. Womanizer. Oh. Yeah, see, grab her. See, she's she's magenta in color. She's very pretty. She looks what like, I don't. Yeah. Does it, it speak to you? <laughs> it should. It's got like a little like Suction mouth hole. I think that's where you're supposed to put your. On your clip. Yeah, that, that oh part God, that really? you put to your mouth. <laughs> yeah, put, put, put your hands all over that thing, Jeremy. Yeah. Well, no, it's, I mean, listen, I'm not going to use it. So by all means, like. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a see. There's a, a booklet. Booklet. And what's this? Oh Womanizer. God, the what's this? Uh, what's this box? Oh my see? god, dude! This thing actually like sucks on your clit. Yeah. Oh, look at oh, this. Put your finger what's on this? this. Oh, this is other heads that you can put on it. I think. Yeah. This is crazy. Put your finger on this. Yeah. It's a uh, yeah. Ooh. That's. I, I wish I had a clit. In my living room, well, just looking at it, and just looking at it, and looking at all their stuff, I'm like, look how, how much reading I have to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and it comes it's like with you know when you get bag. a new cell phone, and you're like, you got to spend the, like the next three hours just like figuring out. You hear that? This it's. I think I'm gonna leave that with you. Uh, you seem very excited about that. <laughs> put it on my butthole. It has a lot. This is a hefty book. Yeah, it comes with. It's, it's, like, on, it's on autopilot, so oh, it's just it's making it up right now. Oh, it's fully waterproof. It's 100% waterproof. You could use it in the bath. You can do everything. And I think maybe it's not this one, but one of them, there's an app 
that you're, you know, when yeah. if you have a long distance relationship yep. and you're doing your FaceTime with your lover, yeah. your lover can have be in control of the charger so that yeah. they can do whatever. And I'm like, that's a lot. That's sorry. So, but you haven't used, you, you, I mean, obviously you haven't used it. It's, you know what? Are I've, you gonna? Are you gonna like? Probably not. Probably not now that it's, I put my fingers If I have to do, I'm lazy. If I have to do a whole heap of reading, it's probably not going to happen. Right. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm not, no. Because I'm, so, like, I don't, no. I don't, but I'll keep it. You never know. You never know. And it's, is it, okay, here's a question for you guys. Yeah. Is it wrong to re-gift a, a vibrator? Oh, just, no. Oh, no I mean, way. No, no, it no. depends on who you're gifting it to. Yeah. But um, I would say, Do you have like, to tell them that you, it's like, do you have to I, explain? I, like, I, I didn't use it. I did not use this. Um, would they believe you? I moved into an apartment in Toronto uh, one time, my first actually apartment of my on my own in Toronto, and there was a box like this, not unlike this, in the up on the shelf in the closet with a, a huge dildo in it. Mm. And the the guy that I rented the apartment from was like, "Oh, um, like a few days after I moved in, we le- we we left something <laughs> there, but um, uh, it's not been used." And I'm like. All right, is that an invitation to me to use it? I remember telling you that that, and you were like, "Oh fuck, that thing." It's you took used. it. You looked at because you used to work in a sex store. You looked at it and you were like, uh, "Yeah, that looks like it's been used." I'm like, "How would you know?" Hey what man, did you I worked. See? I worked at a sex shop. What I, was that like? It was. Oh, I didn't use it. It, it, it was you, a huge dildo. Yeah, the, with the dildo. Yeah, yeah the, was, working at a sex shop is fun. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. good conversation, good customer service conversation. Oh, my, oh are you kidding me? I was like. I I think I was probably the most overqualified um, employee that they have <laughs> ever had, mm. and I, w- I won employee of the month my first month there okay. for upselling the most lube. I would have I would uh, y- they would offer you th- two as an employee two free rentals an, a day. Okay. Uh, to rent the movies and mm. get very acquainted with what it is that you're selling. Okay. My dad's a salesman. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, all right. I'm you got to like, know what oh, you're selling. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I was a bit of a hustler too. So I would I would take two movies home a night, mm-hmm. watch them, get like on board with like whatever it is mm-hmm. so that I could talk about it and try to sell it to whoever comes in if mm-hmm. they have questions. And I'd burn both of them onto discs and take those discs to school and sell them for 10 bucks a piece. Oh. So I nice. was like, man, I was Hustler. killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there was uh, there was some very interesting characters that would come to the store. Okay. Like you, you had your regulars, like your daily regulars. Daily. There was one guy that would come in with a subway outfit. So you come in right after. I'm guessing. I, I don't know. On I mean, his lunch I, break. Right off. Yeah. I'm right guessing off his... he was working at Subway. Yeah. I hope he was. Because he was always wearing a the subway. sandwich making guy. The su- yeah. sandwich. They yeah. make that. They have gloves on when they make those sandwiches, right? Yeah. Uh, he, did he wear his gloves in? No, he didn't. He, <laughs> he wasn't. A, he wasn't off. a glove guy. Okay. But he would come in and he would uh, he would just um, walk through the video section and just w- look at the boxes. He would never touch them. He'd just look at them and inspect them for like a good chunk of time, and then move on to the next box and look at that. And then my manager one day came in while mm-hmm. I was there, and she was like, oh, that guy, don't let him go into the change room. And I was like, oh, okay. And there's like a couple times where he came in, and he goes into the change room, and I go, yeah. ah, no, no, you're not allowed in there. And he's like, okay. And then he just kind of like walks out, and he would try it every once in a while. He's just looking for a... He needs to release. There yeah. was one guy who who worked next door. Mm-hmm. There was a car, a used car lot. Mm-hmm. 
very large, uh, older man. He would come in every single, I think it was like Wednesdays or Thursdays, we would get a, a, a big, like, the new releases would come out. Mm-hmm. And like, man, they are pumping out. I mean, I don't know what it's like now with the internet, but back in, in that day, before Pornhub, like, they were pumping out, the shop would get 20 to 25 DVDs on wow. the day that they would release new movies. Wow. So he would come in, mm. get the entire stack of 25, rent them. The next day, first thing in the morning, show up, return them all. Huh. Now, in my mind, I was going, is he doing what I'm doing? He's probably burning them. He's selling, uh, he's selling them with the cars. Yeah. That's yeah. why people are coming and buying their cars, because they know they're going to get some free porn yeah, yeah, yeah. with their, you know, their Civic hatchback or whatever. Um, <laughs> Damn. But there was one time my dad's friend came in, and he didn't see me behind the desk. And I was like, oh, my God. Because what I would do, what, what I would also do mm-hmm. uh, it, when it was, like, slow is we had a whole database. Like, when you go to rent the movies, mm-hmm. we need to know. It was like Blockbuster, right? It's like yeah. they need to know your name, your phone number, your address. Like, so if you don't bring that shit back, like, yeah. we're coming for it. Yeah. So I would always, like, <laughs> go into the database, like, looking up. Like my friend's dads to see <laughs> to see who's in and like who's renting shit. So oh. my dad, I found my dad in there. I was like, oh my god, Yo. My Anyway, uh, my dad's friend, we'll call him Tom, comes in. He doesn't see me behind the desk, and he goes and he gets two DVDs. And I'm going, oh man, I hope Tom's walking up here with like some juicy, yeah, yeah, juicy the shit. good stuff, yeah, the good, like the stuff mm-hmm. that like maybe his wife doesn't want to know, either, mm-hmm, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want, I want some like, I want some dirt yeah. on Tom. He walks up with the two DVDs, and it was Tuesday. It was like two for two for Tuesday, like two rentals for the price of one Tuesday. Yeah, uh, and he was walking up, and he was like, kind of looking at them, and, and he doesn't look up. He just goes, "Hey, is it uh, two for one Tuesday?" Oh, hi, Jeremy. Hi. <laughs> it was like oh, this God. moment. I was like, yeah, it is. It is two for one Tuesday. What do you got there? <laughs> did he rent them anyway? He sure did. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a lesbian porn and like a couple's porn. So I was like, oh, okay, nice. Probably yeah. for the probably for the two of them. For the family. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the whole yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, that was a... But you didn't see anything like that when you were working Fuck. at the sex... No, no, this way. looks. We this had, like is Jenna new... Jameson blow-up dolls. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, this okay. is, we this are is in a new like... era yeah. of sex toy. Yeah. You know, with technology. You like, would never know. If you saw that in someone's drawer, you would never know what it was. Yeah. I wouldn't, know what, I wouldn't, think, I wouldn't think, oh, that's a sex toy. It could be like a silicone, like a, like a kitchen utensil of some kind. Anything. Like a, a face steamer. I don't know. A face steamer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's yeah, like those... something HelloFresh might send you in their box. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. I thought I'd bring it because I'm like, this is new. Everybody always assumed that I had one. And then I I didn't, and then I got one for I got a couple of them. I got a few of them. I just so didn't did, bring did them. So did you up. use any of the ones that you got? No, it's just not your it's like the sex toy is not your. It's not, not your my thing. scene. Yeah, I think it's because I've never used them and I'm solid. So now I'm like ah, I don't really need to use them. But I'm glad that I have them. I like them as a conversation piece. I also like you know. What you if never you met know. A, what if you met a partner mm-hmm. um, and your partner was like I really want to. I'm really into using sex toys on my partner. Yeah. I don't want to use a sex toy. Like, hmm. You know what? I think when you're in a committed relationship and you have that trust, like, sure. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't I don't see a reason to say no. Everybody, of course, is going to have their limits as to what they're good with and what they're not good with. But I don't, but I've also never, 
I've never had anybody say that to me. I've never had a guy say, hey, 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 wait, I got something in the drawer. Mm. Never, never. Guys usually, like, you guys are pretty standard. You have rope. Yeah. Okay, let's discuss that. Should we call the police before we get into this discussion? (laughs) (laughs) Should I get the 9-1 already dialed? No, it's just just some colorful rope, that's all. Uh, yeah, just I, a little rope. Relax, relax, relax. I, a little <laughs> rope, girl. Just have some more wine. It's got a little rope. We're gonna do a little rope, rope, rope. <laughs> I do, I do, I do pull at the rope sometimes, though. Um, but only, I only do that if, uh, if, it, like, if I was on a, I was, if I was on like a, I was on a date the other night, and mm. uh, things went well, and. Um, there was no talk about like kink or or anything like that. It was just like you know everything we were talking about, whatever you talk about on yeah. a date, and we ended up hooking up. And it, and but because there was no discussion about like hey, you're like, you know, it never turned to like dirty talk. Yeah, and it never got into that area of like talking sexual or talking about sexual interests or anything like that. It was mm-hmm. all when we did start getting physically intimate, it was all very. Um. Uh, intuitive, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we're if I'm in a scenario where I'm in a conversation and it t- starts turning into like kink stuff, yeah. And the question comes up and I go, yeah, I got some rope and I, I like I play around with some knots and stuff. Then they're like, T- will you tie me up? I'll be like, yeah, sure, yeah, absolutely. Like let's let's play around with it. But it but it is very like I you know, it I do it. It's very vanilla. You know, it's like I'll put you in a chest harness, so you're okay. not restricted. You yeah. got this pretty thing on, yeah. You know it, like Sorry. I can hold on to you it. You can still run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, you're reminding me. Slow of? you down. <laughs> you so just triggered a memory. Uh, a couple years ago, I was part of this. Just so, just one of these random media events where it was about like it was around Valentine's Day and talking about relationships. That's why I was there. And then it was when I got there, and it's so I'm so glad my girlfriend Lauren was with me because we both looked at each other like I don't think we're talking about relationships here because it was like a burlesque dancer and then there was another trans woman who was uh, who was tying like showing you how to tie a person up with ropes mm. and so she had a model that she brought and she's showing like she was like an instructional video how to tie a person up with ropes how to do it properly so she was doing it and uh, we were just watching because we were just like it was things were just happening at us and yeah. we were just watching and then and then my friend leaned into my ear and he goes doesn't she remind you of a Christmas ham and I <laughs> <laughs> and then now, whenever I see somebody in robes all tied up, I'm like, look at that Christmas like, ham. Hey, look at that Christmas yeah. ham. He's got you all tied up like Christmas ham. Girl. You're welcome, everyone, because we all yeah. know. That visual. Oh, Christmas that's... ham. Honey, you want to get Christmas ham tonight? That's really Time funny. Rope me up. <laughs> that's really funny. Well, yeah, sorry, it was just like a memory. It was like, oh, God, she does look like Christmas ham. Yeah, so if anybody wants to get Christmas hammed, um, <laughs> you know where to find me. <laughs> yeah. Slide into the DMs. No, it just reminded me, but it's crazy. What's the most, like, um, uh, you know, so uh, coming from this Caribbean mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. where where obviously there's a lot of, like, uh, um, sexuality is, like, a, more repressed, I guess, than than 
it's what a, we would consider here. Yeah, it's weird. It's repressed in conversation. It's repressed in uh, in relationships, but it's also in the music and the culture. It's like hyper sexualized, yeah. which is a weird, yeah. it's a weird place to be. Are you, like, did you get out of that? Like, have you oh, kind of yeah. you've gotten away from that? Uh, yeah, I'm most definitely because a I was born in Canada, so right. Okay, I would like. I'm aware of it because that's what my family, I'm aware of all the conversations and the mentality because that's what I was given to me. That's what you hear at, you know, every family gathering, there's always that conversation. But at the same time, there's also just the reality and my cousins and all my friends and, you know, my parents' friends and their kids where we would hang out. It's just the reality of life that it's like, well, you just hide things and that's what you have in a lot of strict cultures. A lot of my friends, uh, Greek, Italian, Indian, Pakistani, all my friends who come from those very strict girls don't do that. Those girls were doing all of that stuff. They were just Mm. professional liars. All their parents did with that strict mentality was create a child who could lie like nobody's business. Right. Because they were still doing all. That's why I'm saying like my girlfriend talking to her daughter like. I understand where she's like, I don't want her to lie to me. I don't want her to become a professional liar of like, I'm going to Sarah's house. You ain't going nowhere near Sarah's house. Like, just tell me where you're going so that if something goes wrong, you feel comfortable to call me. But it's still like, it's weird. It's not just Caribbean culture. It's a lot of different cultures. But I think that's the problem with all the repression where it's like, yeah, you have all these people with all these mentalities where the men are um, kind of told, like, go out there, get it get it but it's like well who are you getting it from it's somebody's daughter you're getting it from Mm. so what's happening there like it's a weird thing where it's like just like with your sister it's like yeah brad got a blowjob but it's like yeah and then she's like brad enjoys a blowjob but like she has to give the blowjob and be good at it for him to enjoy it like it's a weird space Mm. where it's like you want to enjoy the sex but then you want to chastise the woman for enjoying sex and having it but it's like how did you get here how did your parents get together your parents and then you as you get older you hear all these crazy stories about you know whose mother did this and whose dad did this and who had a key party in the 70s and you're like wait a second what is you guys were acting like you were so conservative but you were doing all this stuff so i think it's just like being brought up in north america you kind of are in two different worlds there's a world of your household and the way things are you know culturally and then there's like the real world where it's like your friends are doing stuff. We are playing spin the bottle and two minutes in the closet by the at birthday parties by I like my earliest memory, like grade four or five. Hmm. When did you lose your virginity? Oh, I was old. Uh, <laughs> I was twenty one. Okay. Yeah. I got the sex my mom was also I had, I also kinda I have to give my mom props. Uh, she gave me the sex talk at nine. And she okay. was, but she was very, you know, she was kind of like in the middle. She wasn't trying to pretend like I wasn't going to have sex, she, but she gave me the sex talk at nine. And I remember uh, feeling like I was under punishment because I was just looking at her like, why are we, uh, why are we doing this? <laughs> I didn't ask for any of this shit. And then she was like, but she was going for it. And then the man ejaculates. And then when he ejaculates, he gets excited. Semen comes out. And then she gave me like all the <laughs> deeds. And I'm just sitting there just kind of looking at her like, why do you hate me so much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the f- did I do? Did I not make my bed? Like my mind was racing. Like did I say something wrong? Because this is this is horrible. Like why is she doing this? And then what was great was you know years later when I'm in those weird conversations, you're in grade six or seven, and someone I remember my friends were like, yeah, you know how women have babies, it comes out of their butt, and I was like, you guys are a bunch of morons. Mm-hmm. Like they had no clue. So. I was. It was great that she gave me that information, but then it, that information I think scared me a little bit. So mm-hmm. I was like, 
um, I became like, <laughs> it was like a little bit of a militant, like, you're my boyfriend and we can hear the things that you're allowed to do. And that's it. Mm. Because I'm a lady and I know how this works, young man. You are not going to take it. I know what comes out of your penis. Like I was very like. A, I know where the semen comes from. I know where it comes from. <laughs> yeah. And I know that not you don't even have to put the whole thing in and I can still get pregnant. You can't fool me. Like I was very like, a, I was probably very annoying, but I had like all these little rules. And then I got a real boyfriend like, and he was older than I was. And I had a real boyfriend. He had his own place. And then it was like. And I also felt like, okay, relax. You made it out through high school without being like the whore. Like, oh, you know, and like you made it out. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And I think then I just kind of relaxed and then I was fine. But, and it was a real relationship. And then, you know, he was, and then like I gave it to the worst person ever. But it was like, it was like I should have just threw it up in the air in junior high. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. When you uh, did finally, um, like, take that step into the, yeah, the, yeah. the realm of, Wait, of sex. What did I think did, about it? Did, well, well, I guess... Underwhelmed. Well, did you, did you end up, did you end up um, going through like a promiscuous phase? Uh, or did you always kind of reserve it for, you know what, I'm going to like, this is for, I, we are in a relationship, I'm going to do this with question. you. That's a solid question. Did I go through a, you know what, I thought I did, but I really, like... Oh God, I didn't have enough experience. So in my head, I was like, yeah, after that relationship, I was like, I'm going out there. I'm doing this. Yeah. I had a one night stand and I explained the one night stand. My friend's like, no, that's a solid boyfriend. And I go, <laughs> no. And she's like, do you do this? Do you do this? Do you? I go, yeah. She's like, that's a flipping relationship. And I was like, oh. So I really like I was mm-hmm. behind a lot because most people I knew had lost their virginity by age 15, 16. Mm-hmm. So they were on like they had number of they had a number of partners before but I was like I was prudish but and then I kind of realized you know you kind of go through that stage in your 20s where I was just like trying to figure out well who am I what do I like because what I realized in that first relationship with the person that I lost my virginity to is that I just didn't know anything Mm. and he had a lot of experience so it was unbalanced it's a horrible it was a horrible relationship because of that because you can't have two people who are not on the same. I tell people all the time, I'm like, forget about all that relationship crap they tell you. If you are not equally matched in the bedroom, it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, if your partner's on a level nine, they like rope, your Christmas ham, sex toys, and you are a missionary, really sweet, kiss me on the cheek, you know, go straight to the bathroom after, the two, those two people are going to break up. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. So I really felt like I was just trying to figure out, like, who am I and how do I make sure that I enjoy this? Because, again, there was no conversation. I got the sex talk, but I didn't get the, this is how you make sure you enjoy it. Mm. This is where things are. This Nobody is what got you that do. talk. No, Nobody got the This is self-pleasure. Yeah, this is self-pleasure. This is how, this is how it feels. None of that. So I just had a lot of, like, trying to figure it out. But then you're trying to figure it out without nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Which is a weird thing because usually when you don't know how to do something, you get a book or you talk to a friend and they tell you. They're like, oh, let me show you how to drive standard. No one says, here, let me show you how to have drive, an orgasm. Drive standard on yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No one no one talks. So it was a lot of like the 20s were a lot of just like, what? What? Are...? And then you're being in a lot of polite sex. A lot of laying there just kind of going, okay. And then afterwards, the guys always do this. So like, <sighs> so are you, are you okay? Did you enjoy that? And I want to like so many times because, you know, I have a mouth and I just like I would always be polite and be like, yeah, it was great. It was amazing. I love you. And in my head, I'd be like, look at my uh, look at my forehead dry, not a bead of sweat. And you're asking me if I did. I like did you if you paid attention, you would know that I was just here 
Like I could have walked out of my body and left you, and you wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. Like, yeah. but sure, yeah, yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, no, you're amazing. You're an amazing lover. Yeah, you're the biggest. Like there was a lot of that stupidity, and then mm. the minute I stopped doing that. The beast, and then it was like, Oh, no, 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 we're not leaving here until I get mine. And then mm. the minute I did that, it's a whole different ballgame. Mm. No man is safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Oh, no, I don't care about your feelings anymore, young man. I'm gonna say what I have to say, whether you like it or not. You're gonna tie me up like a Christmas ham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that kind of awakening that's when I that's like that's when it was good, but in the beginning, god. Dreadful. How yeah. old were you when you feel feel like you had that awakening? Probably not to my early thirties. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I really understood that the idea that like communication would make everything a lot better, yeah. and I was like, uh, okay, but I still don't really want to talk about it. And then in same thing, like around my early thirties, I was like, I don't have the patience anymore. <laughs> Frustration. I'm frustrated and like and and disappointed and like yeah. I just I just am like yeah. It feels good, but I have to really work in my own mind mm-hmm. to 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 orgasm. Yeah, you know, it's like the sensation is good, but it's not like I bridging that gap and being able to then also give cues as it's going like a little more of that a little less of this or like you know in such a way that's not like um making the other person feel like really like bossed around and bossed around and like inadequate is like that's not that's doesn't come naturally you gotta fucking train in that you gotta practice that it doesn't just happen so I just I was thinking about those the girls and and the fourteen and fifteen and sixteen year old girls losing their virginity and running around and the parents being like no they're not no they're not but then what's their quality of sex like at home like mm-hmm. what's the what they were those kids mm-hmm. also fooling around and now what now how did that how did that end up for you in your own sex life now yeah you know it's a solid question you you've always said. Uh, I've I've heard you say this like a thousand times, where you're like, I hear 30s are like your it's a woman's sexual prime, like 30s are your sexual prime. Do you I, still do you still subscribe to that? Well, I think that there's probably a huge myth yeah. that's involved in that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure some of it is scientifically accurate in terms of whatever's happening with our bodies at mm-hmm. that point. But like also, I think just in general. You get more. Hopefully, you're getting more confident as you age and yeah. more comfortable with who you are, and and the less you're trying to like put on for other people, mm-hmm. probably the more free that you feel and and more like alive and and in touch with your own body. So, I I don't know whether it's biology or whether it's. I'm always suspicious of things like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, women's women's sexual primes in their early thirties. I'm like, I bet it was a man that decided that. Yeah, right, right. But and why? I don't know. They had there's a definitely if we dug a little deeper, we would we'd probably be able to find some reasons why it's it's advantageous for for us to all believe that well, once we get to our thirties, that's our sexual prime. But don't I, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I remember when I hit my thirties, I just started to look at life differently. Mm. I think it's right. just you know that when you're about to turn you're twenty nine and you're like I don't know about everybody, but I know I was like super depressed. People were like, On my twenty ninth birthday I was like so angry and they're like what's wrong I go dude the next one's 30 
those last 12 months went by like this. Like it was a stupid mentality. But then when I got to 30, it was like, we don't have any more time to waste. <laughs> like, when are you going to own who you are? When are you going to stop being this polite little girl that everybody's like, oh, she's really nice. But then you're never saying how you feel. And I felt like all of those things, my career, um, you know, buying property, like all of those things are just kind of like, do it. Like, what are you waiting for? You can't be this polite little 22-year-old girl anymore. That doesn't work because it's not working for any area of your life. And also, then you start thinking, well, am I going to get to 40 and still not own, have my own voice and say what I want? Because I, when you meet those women who, you know, we see them all the time in all like old talk shows and stuff where they're like, I've never had an orgasm and I'm fine with it. I knew they were horrible. I knew that it was bullshit what they were saying. And I'm like, I don't want to be that woman who's like proudly ignorant. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't make any sense to me. So... I think that there was something about the 30s. I have a lot of girlfriends, the ones who were married in their 20s, a lot of them got divorced when they turned 30. I'm like, yeah, because it's like this awakening of like, wait a second, I'm not that person. I'm not that quiet little wife that you want to stick in the suburbs and make your babies and like just go to soccer practice. I'm this person. And if I don't get out of this now, like I need to live my best life. So I think there's something about that age which just makes you feel like you got to put your big girl panties on and get what's yours. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear... A little, a little study that I just, I just sure. whipped up on the old Google. Okay, is it the syphilis one? Uh, no, oh. no, it has to do with uh, women and their sexual prime in their thirties. Okay. A 2010 study published in the journal Personality and Individual Differences provides some evidence that women may indeed have a sexual peak in their thirties. In this study, researchers, researchers examined how women's age is related to their sexual thoughts and behaviors. It was predicted that women's sexual activity would peak in the years leading up to menopause. Why? The authors theorize mm. that it is evolutionary adaptive it is evolutionarily adaptive for women's sexual desires and behaviors to increase as their biological clock in quotes winds down in order to capitalize on their remaining fertility. In order to test their prediction, researchers recruited a sample of 827 women aged 18 to 65. The women were divided into three groups, young women from 18 to 26, women whose widow window of fertility was growing short, 27 to 45, and women who were likely no longer fertile, ages 46 or and older. Uh, 46 was selected because it is the median age of menopause in the United States. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. All women completed a survey in which they were asked how often they think and fantasize about sex, how willing they would be to have casual sex, as well as how often they had sexual intercourse recently. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay. Interesting. All right. That's a good explanation. Yeah. yeah. Fertility and, and reproductive impulses, uh, that makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. It's like, have you ever like found yourself, like I remember in my 20s, I would, the week before my period, I would be like, I, I feel the need to go to a nightclub in a tight, short dress. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to go and have a, at least three drinks in this tight dress. Did you ever have that or was that just? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. 
yeah, it's just like, oh, this is my wild, this is my wild time, I guess. Yeah. Wild time, once a month. Once a month. It's like there's a voice in <laughs> here going, put that tight dress on and get to the club. Get your tits out. <laughs> we are human animals. Yes. Um, I this might be a little off topic, but I heard you say it, and I have to ask because I talk. We talk a lot about like, well, we're we're actors, and we you know finding your voice and is like a very literal thing, like mm-hmm. connecting to the richness of your own voice, mm-hmm. and um, but then finding your voice is just like it's one of those terms. It's like floating around, mm-hmm. and you mentioned it, and I just, in your own words, I'm wondering what that means to you. Um, uh, that's such a good question. Um, when I was little, I always had a big personality. Like I was a kid who never stopped talking. Um, and, but I also was, you know, raised in a conservative family where you knew certain things that you could say and the things that you couldn't say, you know, as a kid, you're just like that. I don't say in front of my parents, this I do say in front of my parents. Um, and that voice was, has always been there, but I didn't have the confidence to say what I thought all the time. So, you know, sometimes you get asked, are you okay? Would you like something? Is that enough? Or maybe you don't get asked anything. And that voice is always there it's always been there I can I always remember that voice but I wouldn't always listen to it I wouldn't always be true to it I would go against my own intuition and when I say finding your voice it was a minute that I was like no more of sitting here in silence no more of being in a room whether it's an office at work or in a relationship and having a feeling and my voice inside saying this isn't cool. I don't want to be here anymore, but then staying because I want to be polite. Mm-hmm. Or I have an idea and I know my idea is good, but I'm intimidated in the room because this person is the boss or this person has the title. So I don't say anything. I don't give my idea. And I just kind of, you know, go, oh, that's a really good idea. Meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. So finding my voice meant that I was no longer going to do that. Like, I was no longer going to ever ignore that voice. That whatever's up here is coming out. And I think it was probably being around some people and being just enamored by people that I knew were living that, that life where I'm like, you don't have a filter. What, I know that whatever came up mm. here just came right out of your mouth. And you don't care if it offends people. You don't care how people feel about it. And then just kind of looking at them with envy, just like, oh, well, I want to be that person. And I found myself for a while before I was being that person, always uh, trying to be close to people like that and just kind of going, you're so, you're so bad or you're so, you're such a, you know, you give them all those titles and I'm like, what I really want to say is I'm just envious that you are, you know, you have, you found your voice. People know who you are and what you stand for because you don't mix words. So the minute I started doing that, I'm like, that's to me is when you find your voice, when you're like, no, I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I know what my line is. I'm not afraid to get into a quarrel with a stranger. I'll, I'll do it. If you butt in front of me in line, I'm not going to stand there politely. I will tap you on the shoulder and be like, hey, line's back there. Whereas mm-hmm. before, I'd have been like, no, don't don't be that. you got to be polite. You're a lady. Yeah, nice nice and polite. Nice and polite. Nice and, you know, you let everybody go ahead of you. And it's like you don't even want to do that. So, yeah. I feel like that I, all of that really resonates and makes a lot of sense. And um, I, I just feel like a lot of folks, and myself included, mm-hmm. are really scared of what will come out of of like what you mean out of your mouth out of your mouth like what like it must feel clumsy sometimes you know to say that and be like 
fuck, that did not come out the way that I wanted to say it. You know, the the, the moments where I have <laughs> felt things explode out of my mouth that I'm like, you know, maybe I don't, maybe I can leave this situation before I have to say that thing. And then when it does, it comes out and it's, it's almost, it comes out with the same amount of like, um, energy that I've been repressing it with and yeah. then it's just fucking messy it's like vomiting on somebody yeah. and then it's like is that do you think that's a, ne- a necessary transition to finding your own voice is like yeah it's not it's gonna get ugly sometimes Listen, however you find your own voice is how you find it I'll tell you the way one of the ways that I, I know for sure I found it I work with a lot of assholes I work in television so there's a lot of assholes mm. and a lot of uh, female bosses who are horrible people horrible who had zero filter and working for those people really helped me find my voice because on a regular basis 40 to 60 hours a week I'm being barraged we're all all everybody in the office with a woman who's stomping around I won't name names but there's some famous people stomping around not giving a flying fig what anybody has to say or and they defend their horrible behavior and they say whatever they want to say. They hurt people's feelings. I remember working for uh, this one woman. Uh, there was a coworker of ours. His mother passed away, and you know you don't have to even have to say he was close to his mother. His mother passed away, so he took a week off. And halfway through the week, like say like the Wednesday, we were in a meeting, and she looked around the office and she's like, "Where is such and such?" And we go, "Oh, remember his mom? His mom passed away." And she goes, "That was last week." Get him on the phone and tell him to get his ass in here. We got work to do. He can't be mourning all the time. And it was just one of those moments Whoa. where I'm like, zero filter. That's how she felt. And she said it. And we were all horrified. But not one of us took her to task. Not one of us said to her, you know what? That is horrible. He deserves a week. He's been working here for a year. Like, why are we even defending this? Like, no one. And it's those moments where I'm like, see how she had no problem saying that horrible thing? But we all did, like... <laughs> sat there like a bunch of children afraid to tell this woman that she was being horrible, those are the moments where I was like, I'm not doing that again. I'll never sit in that office. I'll never be the person who doesn't say something. Because mm. now I feel like crap that he wasn't there and I consider him my friend and I didn't, I didn't say anything. Mm. I sat there and let her insult him and I didn't say anything. And she needed to be put in her place. So enough of those. Like, I have to thank those women. You learn more from the horrible relationships and people than you do from the good stuff. And those women help me where I'm like, Mm-mm, I'm not going to sit here and take your nonsense. And there's a fear that I think everybody has it. If you say something, you're going to get fired. They're not going to like you. Now you're going to be on the bad list. And I'm like, be on the bad list. Be on it. They, yeah. And then you know what? When you do say those things, you know what hap- ends up happening? They respect you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then they think twice before they say stuff. And then all of a sudden, one day you find they're like, they're being nice to you. And you're like, oh, you're being nice to me. And it's like, ah, because you respect me because you know that I will speak my truth. Mm-hmm. And I got to thank all those. And there were a number of them, too many of them unfortunately, Uh who I had to work with where I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe she said that. But then it's also after, I'm like, I can't believe I didn't say anything back to her. Mm. So, yeah. Cool. Thank you, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Can that be the title of this episode? Thank Thank you, bitches. Thank you, bitches. bitches And two hours in the cinema. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you should re-gift this vibrator to your uh, 15-year-old friend's daughter. God. Yeah, you know, teach her about self self pleasure. She doesn't need that. She's got somebody who wants to do those things to her. <laughs> His hair True. was in fine condition. She was like, not a hair out of place. Not a hair out of place with that kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, God. Oh, well. 
what are you going to do? That's life. Yeah. I think, but I, again, I don't have kids, so I, I'm sure it's easy for me to say. But, you know, to go from changing someone's diapers to mm. changing someone's diapers to, you know, talking to them about the blowjob they just gave in a cinema has got to be a weird transition. Look, you got to raise a whole person, though, yep. who's like prioritizes pleasure and understands that they deserve it. And yeah, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a mom and I'll never be a mother. But yeah, I have I have highfalutin ideas of what <laughs> I would teach my children. I know every mother who's listening is like, she doesn't have kids. She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Which is like, whatever. I know. But I still still give my opinion all the time to mothers. I'm like, I know I don't have a baby, but I'm saying it anyway. You're a horrible parent. No, I'm sure. (laughs) They love that. (laughs) They love when I do that. (laughs) This is how you should raise your child. You're doing it all wrong. (laughs) They love me. That's good. Oh, what are you going to do? That's good. I I wish my mom uh, taught me about like um, finding my voice, but also like in particular with like sex talk and like dirty talk because that's one of the places in my life where I feel the most amount of restriction in my throat because I'm like I can tell you what I want but I when you ask me to talk dirty to you I don't know what you want to hear like my words what turns me on might it might come out of my mouth and you'll be like I, not like that, <laughs> you know. No, there's too much fear. Just say it. I know, but Just I don't have anything it. to say. Like I'm a noisemaker, but I don't have the words for it. That's how I feel when it when it happens. I'm like, I, 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 give me something to read. Like, I, can I have a script? <laughs> yeah. I, do you have a script? Do you have? Do you have like you know? Oh God! Yeah. There's a mood killer. Just yeah. can yeah. I get script yeah. line? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm gonna do next yeah. time. Line. line. Okay. Thank you. And then action. Yeah. Uh, no, you know what? I think dirty talk is important. Dirty talk sometimes, uh, sometimes when you're there, and I don't mean to be like crass about it, but sometimes you're just ready to wrap things up because you're just like, are you going to finish already? Yeah. And dirty talk accelerates things uh-huh. and it gets the job like you're like, I got to get out of here. You just add a little dirty talk, boom, 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 done. Yeah. So it's a necessary skill. Okay. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You're the woman. Like. Yeah. Call whis- the shots. What's what's that? Whisper the- anything in his yeah. ear. Be like, my big oh, yeah. toe is aching for your. Like, I don't know. Just say it. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that old you- Dave Chappelle joke where he's like, "You tell me to." Come on the come on the television. I'll be like, yeah, all right, yeah. I'll, I wanna, come on the TV. I want to suck your ear. Like, just it's all in the <laughs> delivery, yeah. and you are like conviction about it. You really can make dirty talk out of nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, once you do that, oh, dirty talk is necessary, honey. And it's I don't think it's that. I love dirty talk. Sometimes dirty talk is necessary before you even get to the deed. You know, when you're on the date and you're just kind of like, mm, I'm, you know, just the two of you. That half the time is like. The reason why you're going to have sex is because they know how to say the right thing and you say the right thing back. But don't be, to get rid of the fear. Just say anything. Even if he's like, what'd you say? <laughs> Just be like, you heard me. Yeah. Like, I want you to tie me up like a Christmas ham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But say it with like conviction. Say yeah. it with conviction and it's he'll be what like. what I really want. And yeah. then he will be Did like, oh, that Christmas ham shit you hit me with? Girl. <laughs> like. Go for it. Like, that's the thing about dirty talk. There are no <laughs> rules. There was actually a guy that I met, and it was so funny. He had a very small penis. And I only knew, I only know this because he kept on, like, telling me about it. And he was like, and he was like, but, because remember, he's like, but my dirty talk 
is A+. plus. It is real good. And I was like, oh, you're talking up your dirty talk because you feel insecure about your penis. I'm still not going to fuck you, but best of luck in the future. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, you don't do that. You just do it. You just say it. You yeah. just turn the person on. Wait, you were on it. Were you on a date with this guy? Yeah. He was like, yeah, First I've got a date. really small dick. First date. First date. Yeah. Wow. So well, insecure guess, yeah, about it. You know, I guess if I had a really small dick, I'd probably want to... Don't like get it. Really, just put it don't. out there. I feel like just get it out there. And be like, look, it just, just like don't. I don't want to let you down. Don't. Uh, but it's like going. It's like having dinner plans and then telling the person before you even leave your house, hey, I don't have my wallet and I don't have any money. And yeah. it's like I don't want to go yeah. to dinner with you now. Yeah, yeah. right. That's an right. excellent so comparison. Don't But he's probably reacting to the fact that like he got laughed at or like so, they, like somebody's somebody going. You know what? I gotta yeah. like I gotta lay this out there so that. So that that shit doesn't happen ever again. Half a good sex, isn't it confidence though? Yeah, I feel like Dude, half. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're working with. Half of the like the good sex is the confidence you go in with, mm-hmm. where you're like, yeah, I know my got three stomachs, but you're gonna kiss all three. Like it's <laughs> yeah. the confidence. Whereas you can have somebody who's got the greatest body but no confidence, and it's like it's gonna be horrible. It's not yeah. gonna be a good experience for either person. And I, note to any guy out there: if you have a small penis and you're insecure about it, keep your mouth shut. Just get good at other stuff. And hit her with that stuff. Mm-hmm. She's going to figure it out eventually. But if you're good at all the other stuff, she'll be like, ah, there's that. But then that other stuff was really good. Yeah. No? Yeah, totally. I just have a question now. What What do you think about um, when women say they don't enjoy having a partner go down on them? I don't know those. I don't know what you to don't say know to those women. women. I, when they see that kind of stuff, I just look and I kind of go, I guess we, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know what to say. Didn't we have someone write in recently yeah. with a brain boner? Yeah, we did. Uh, last to... night at the live show, someone submitted a question. That was, she's like, I've never really enjoyed, enjoyed oral and I my partner doesn't get it. And they, they really want to perform it, but I don't know. You yeah. you, you will see to her. Tell him to text me at 416. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. let, let's not let the man go to waste. Yeah, it needs an outlet. You're not going to use it. I'll use it. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say to those women. I don't know. I don't get it. I did date a guy who said that his last two partners were not into it at all. Like, they didn't like it, so he never did it. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's not the case over here. Yeah. I don't know what to say to those women. It's just kind of weird. I'm like, so it's just penetration, huh? I think it's. I think pr- probably the thing to say is like, wh- why? Where does that like? Where does where is that coming from? Yeah, is it You're, physically uncomfortable? Is it is it a is subconscious it a, about yeah, it? Is there like past trauma that's like yeah trauma that's, that's pushing sure. you away Maybe. from from that? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's good. Why why do you not like the thing that seems to be like objectively wanted, mm. which is. Something that is like that yeah. can be very pleasurable. So, so why some people feel really disconnected from their their genitals? Like they don't like a lot of like we teach yoga, so we mm-hmm. know that that some people come in and they they are really not connected to their bodies. Mm-hmm. You say you say t- something like step your right foot back, and they're like, where is yeah. my right foot and what is back (laughs) yeah Yeah. and it's just like and for (laughs) sure like if you didn't don't have like a practice of like self-pleasure if you've never looked at your junk in the mirror if you've never like gotten up close and personal with yourself then maybe it's just like look i don't really know what's going on down there so i don't really want anybody else down there either that that would be my that's so sad but you know the other thing too is like i'm and i'm putting myself in in the shoes here of someone who says like i don't really like it um well, no, maybe that maybe this isn't a good example, but it's like I, I love the feeling of having my asshole licked, mm-hmm. but I don't really want you licking my asshole. 
Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, it's got to come like, out of nowhere. Man, it kinda. feels fucking good, but please don't. Yeah. Unless That's weird. Okay, I, I really that. like because because what I think because if you like it, why don't you want her to do? Because it to you? it's got to be kind of forbidden. It's got to be a little know. bit taboo. I, I don't know. I've had my ass eaten. Uh, I mean, I, I, less than the amount of I could, I could count on my one hand the amount of times I've had my ass okay. eaten. And every time I was like, oh, "Oh man, this is amazing!" And then it goes like ages before I'm even like. Well, it's a pretty specific thing to put on the menu. Yeah, it's not on everybody's. It is. It's not on everyone's menu. No. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's so. But I. But I kind of like. So I get that. You know. Can I that. ask a question though? Because I, I've been, I've encountered this. Because I've known guys who like certain, like they like a lot of sexual stuff, but there's certain sexual things they only want to do with like a one night stand or a girl that they don't take seriously. But then the girl they are looking like as a wife, they don't want her doing those things to him. And I'm like, okay, that's. Like that's a weird thing where it's like, okay, so the girl you hook up with at the club, she can eat your ass, but the right. girl you're gonna introduce to your mom and your sister, she, she definitely does yeah. not put her mouth down there. And yeah. I'm like, that's but you like it, so it's weird to me. Is that kind? Of, is it like that? Yeah, no, no, I don't think it's like. That. I think it's more so. I'm, 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 like, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm you don't want to eat your own butt. I, I would want to eat my own ass. Um, but I also like okay. So here's the thing. I also mm-hmm. really enjoy. I like licking ass. Okay. But I have I have a hard time licking hairy asses. <laughs> I know that my ass is a hairy like I I don't got a hair on my bum cheeks, but my asshole that's a hairy yeah, asshole man. Hair. I got some goes, ass yeah, hair. Yeah. And I wouldn't put my own fucking tongue down there. So maybe there's a part of me that's like, oh, I don't want to fucking do that to you. Like, I don't want, even if they're right, like, right, no, I'm right. cool with it. I was like, no, 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 I just, I don't, I couldn't imagine being in your shoes. I really, <laughs> I just, I really just would not want to be there. Oh my God. So I don't know if it's that, like, I, I don't know. But, but that whole, like, that whole thing, like, uh, I don't know what the, where the fuck that comes yeah, from. Yeah, like, it's weird. I think I, it's weird, I won't but do I this with guys. you because I'm, you know. You're my wife. Yeah. But I'll do it with my but I mistress. Am, but it is something that I, I like. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know, I just think it's really, really bizarre. I mean, there's well, like, I, there, I'm, I find the idea of having like a threesome with another man. Yeah. A, a woman and another man. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Haven't done it yet. Yeah. But it's not something I would want to do with a partner. Like that's something I want to do with People that have zero attachment to. So that afterwards, everybody goes, you never have to see those people if you don't yeah, want to. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But which I think is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, but it's yeah. also very, it's it's interesting where it's like there's this disconnect. You know, you could just get your butt waxed, right? It's which, the most painless thing ever. I had so done. Painless. And that's when I was getting my ass licked. Okay. That's nice. So I always say if you it. want people to visit the downtown area, clean up the streets. It's yeah. just It's just polite. It's just polite. But I, I again I'm still trying to wrap my brain around for some reason. Like, who are these women? I really want to talk to a woman who's like who doesn't enjoy it. Because I feel like the first time it happened to me, you ever see a baby have their first taste of sugar? Like, you know when they have like their yeah, one they year birth <laughs> and they're like <laughs> Yeah. I feel like that was me the first time it happened to me. I was like, Whatever this is, we're doing this every time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is always on the menu. All like every time, like, yeah. and it was like. You, then the next time, you're just like, "Yeah, let's chit chat, let's date." So when are we gonna yeah. <laughs> go yeah. down and do the stuff? Because uh, <laughs> it's amazing. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if it stemmed uh. more from a place of like either insecurity with with your own body or lacking. Yeah, you're right. what you said, like lacking awareness of your own body, 
or some sort of trauma. And maybe, you know what, maybe it's not even trauma. Like we Mm -hmm. talked to a gynecologist the other day that that was telling us how uh, common like pelvic pain is. Mm -hmm. So like maybe if it's just like a painful area in general and like vulvular pain, like outer. Wow. Outer, outer pain, Um, which apparently uh, is common, is common in particular with women who have a lot of hair removal. Yeah. Yeah. I've had I have had experienced an ache, but I, I can't I can't remember what context I was in. So it could have just been like cold water. Mm-hmm. But I've experienced ache there. Uh she, I was, have, she was specifically talking about like vulvar pain. Yeah. Interesting. Vulvar pain. Yeah. Vulvular? Vulvar? 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 I don't know when she was saying that I was picturing late labia. Yeah. That's huh. right, right? That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh I keep my uh appointments pretty regular. Yeah, and uh, no, yeah, I don't good. experience that. Yeah, I've had laser. What, what she was saying was that they, through through studying like a, a, a large sample of people, yeah, they the one one of the like common lines that they found was like, oh, people who are who who, who, who sleep who, oh, tight pants. Tight pants was another one. Okay, yeah, yeah. tight um, pants and hair removal. Hair removal. And uh, were linked yeah, yeah. to vulva pain. Okay, yeah. so I'd say not everyone who gets you yeah. know they're. Yeah, the Brazilian, removed, the Brazilian special. Everybody's it. good. But if you are experiencing it and you're doing that, let the hair grow and put on a dress and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, I think that's that's fascinating. But again, I feel really. If anything, my question to a gynecologist would be: So how can I like after it's done and I've you know I'm at my pleasure? How do I not be a jerk and flip over on my stomach and go to sleep for two hours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that is like you're just like. <laughs> Thanks for that. Peace. <laughs> I know. Goodbye. It's so funny because the the whole the, the phrase is like she comes first. I'm like, uh, I'll go second. I'll go second because then I'd like to just relax. Yeah, because yeah. if I go first, there's not going to be much happening after. Yeah, you gotta yeah. Fit, you gotta you gotta get that timing and go right at the same time. It's you nice. Does that, that ever happen? It's that happens all the time with me. Well, with me and a, and and my girlfriend, yeah, that okay. all the time. Because you get to know the the, That's true. the signs, super the rhythms, yeah. yeah. But then sometimes you get those people that they're like, I very recently, mm-hmm. Bridie thought I was fucking lying, or sorry, Bridie thought she was lying, mm-hmm. and then and called this out on the show, and then Bridie got a bunch of blowback from people that were like, no, 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 no. This is very common. This is very common. It happens to me too. Um, uh, had sex with this woman who had like. We were having sex for maybe 30 minutes, and mm-hmm. she came mm, like 40 times. Yeah. Like consistent God. over and over and over, and to the point where at like the first five, I was like, whoo, baby, man, I am fucking good. Yeah. I am so good. And then like the 10th tenth, <laughs> like time, I was like, this, this isn't is about fun. me. This, happen- this, this isn't this, fun this, anymore. This happens with everyone. <laughs> I'm not special, <laughs> you know? But it was really fascinating. Yeah. And I was like, there's just no way. That, but I was wrong. Oh, no, our listeners piped up and they were like, no, 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 no. no. Uh, one of my very good friends had a girlfriend and she was a, a nightmare of a person. Nightmare. And I was like, what is it? Like, get rid of this girl. She, like, she would come around and all of his friends would just disperse. People were just like, ah, I can't do this. She was such a horrible person. I go, just tell me what it is. And he was like, uh, first of all, he goes, the sex is great. He goes, but she orgasms like a quadrillion times. He goes, and it turns me on so much. He goes, I know she's a horrible person. He goes, but I can't, I can't walk away from that. It, I there's go, something very, there is a very big turn on. 
Yeah. Like, I, I, it was very exciting. Yeah. You'd think somebody experiencing that much pleasure would be a joy, like a happy person to be around. No. She <laughs> yeah, was a, right. She was a nightmare. Every, and then it, she wasn't just a nightmare to him. She also, like, she just, she every time she would show up, everybody would be like, yeah, I gotta go. I got a thing. Mm. So, yeah, all right, bye. And it was like, she would clear a room all the time. Oh. And it was like, dude, like, what is it? And then he explained it to me, and I go, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I yeah. get it. All right. Bye. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. But yeah, no, it's a. Uh, do guys like? I don't know if you guys. You guys probably talked about this. What is the What is the fascination men have with squirting? Like, why do they like it so much? And I've seen the videos, and in my head, this is the woman in me. This is what shows what I think about. It. I go, whose house are we doing that at? Because we're certainly <laughs> not doing that in my fucking house. Who's I have an expensive up? mattress. I have art on that wall. Like, what are we? Because <laughs> yeah. when it happens, I'm sure you're not like, wait, wait. Over here in the bucket. Like, it's just going to happen. <laughs> so I'm like, who? Like, do you really yeah. want that girl? Yeah, well, I, this is this is a very recent thing is I met at someone who's like, uh, you know, we casually are, have been seeing each other. Mm-hmm. But the first time we, we hooked up, she didn't let me know that mm-hmm. she is a, like, she could be the, very easily, she could just, like, apply, I'm sure, and next year win, like, the AVN Awards for... Like Squirting. Squirt Queen 2020, <laughs> it, because she is so easily like ex- it's so easily accessible, oh. and it is a lot. But she didn't tell me this, so we were having sex. That's rude, by the way. On my couch, and <laughs> on on our, our couch. couch, yeah. And oh. and I thought I spilled a bottle of water. Mm. I literally did. I was like, oh shit, I spilled water. And I was looking around. And I went, oh my god, the water's coming out of her. Oh my god, what's happening? So we had this discussion going back mm-hmm. to her house. I was dropping her off. I was like, maybe you should like, you should definitely like lay that out for people. Just, 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 just like give them a little warning. It's a new couch, honey. Also, also like giving that warning might be like a huge turn on for some people. If you had told me beforehand, I would have been like, oh, this is going to be exciting. <laughs> it's a water park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always, I do love water parks. Yeah. Um, so, but the next time she came over. We knew what was going to happen, yeah. and so we just, like, we just covered the room in towels. We just put towels everywhere. See, I would have just taken her to the bathroom. Like, we're going to do this on we're this tile this on the In the shower. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we we're can, doing this outside. Yeah. <laughs> so we can hose it down afterwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just was like, why? Guys seem so turned on by that. I think it it's just, very, like, it the sight and the feeling and, like, it's just, it's very... It's uh, like, it's think about film, up. right? When mm-hmm. you're when you're shooting, you know, a director's about to do a shot mm-hmm. and, and, you know, they have the choice between two scenes. One is a very, like... Not, not a lot going on. It's mm-hmm. a small room with just like black curtains around it. But then the other, the other scene is shot in this, um, you know, this room that is glass on all sides. It's the top of a building, and mm-hmm. you can see the entire cityscape on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's just more visually stimulating. Stimuli. Mm. Okay. Stimuli. Yeah. It's like it's just there's there's so much. It, it feels I, at least for me when it's happening. Like when she is squirting, mm-hmm. it feels like overwhelming. I'm going, oh man, there's, whoa, whoa. I feel like I'm dodging it. I feel like, you know, it, there's just like a lot. And it's, and it, maybe that's the exciting thing. It's, is because it's so like. It's also maybe not every woman does it. Is that part of it too? Because it's like rare when you meet those women. They're not 
It's actually I, quite common. I, is it? I think, and I think it's like physically possible for everybody, and it's just a matter of like whether or not you can find the key. Yeah, there's like a every. I think everyone's got a, a particular like technique or angle or to position it. where it comes also, from. Also, like I, I think we, we've talked size to people, and and also you know whether for the it's woman, large or small. Floor, Mus- like what um, your pelvic floor muscular if it allows that is, yeah, yeah. yeah second question I feel like this is so I love this because uh, I'm like these are questions that I've had that I didn't realize I had what is that liquid okay so what is it I think it's, it's because piss. There's it's, pi- not, it's, it's not piss it's partially piss is it not no because what other fluid there, is there there is google piss. that please there, there is there because I'm there, like it's a lot of that liquid there's traces of urine but the fluid is not unlike, apparently, um, like men, the fluid that it comes from men that is like not the semen, but, but yeah, the, the fluid. liquid that comes. Yeah. Oh. I, and, I, and Dr. Zana is her name on on and, and Facebook. And I, I've often refer, heard her refer to and like on sex podcasts. And she just published a study on squirting. And from what I know from reading the headline mm-hmm. it's still very like it's still pretty mysterious like they haven't quite dialed it in or like where it's coming from but it well, does contain trace traces so this is a bbc article okay so BBC. it's legit mm-hmm. um it's based on some studies one of the biggest questions surrounding squirting is whether the mysterious fluid produced is simply urine and certain research hints it could just be we i, I love the british mm-hmm. it could just be we in one 2014 study, so this is a while ago, a sample of women were asked to go to the loo. My God, this is just too much. Cheerio. Prior to sexual activity and then undertake ultrasound scans to prove their bladders were empty. After the women became sexually excited, they were given a second ultrasound, which showed their bladders had refilled significantly. Whoa, that's interesting. Finally, a third scan after they'd squirted revealed empty bladders again suggesting the liquid they released came from this source and was likely to be pee, or at least partially so. Uh, squirting probably originates from the bladder as there isn't any other structure within that area of the female anatomy that is able to hold that amount of liquid or question. propel it with that much strength, asserts pharmacist Abbas Kanani. Butchered that name for sure. During orgasm, the muscles relax and make it difficult to hold in urine so it's released via the urethra. Yet plenty of other researchers think it's wrong to write off squirting as being so straightforward. Um, and it goes on. There, there's a bunch of other stuff. I mean, like... So it's the, pee. It's a good amount of pee. Or it's, pee. Or it's some sort of liquid that's Which being filled into the bladder and released. So, like, maybe not necessarily pee in the sense of like it's the water that has been like filtrated through your kidneys and put into your bladder mm-hmm. and that you release with whatever can whatever your piss contains but perhaps it's it's, it's some sort of liquid coming from somewhere being filled into the or maybe bladder. we just we just don't want to accept that it is urine because <laughs> and if it this is piss? really is a mood killer if it's like hey honey you know that squirting you love so much that girl pissed all over your sofa yeah, and I mean, your wall. Yeah, like, you know? that's what it is. And if yeah. it is. And then it's not sexy. Then it's like, hey, 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 go to the bathroom. Or it still is sexy and you just admit that you got a, you got a, you like a you golden, golden shower. shower. Yeah, you yeah. got a little bit of a piss fetish. But I mean, you don't have it to call it. It doesn't smell like fetish. pee. It doesn't. That was the thing. But it's then, like, uh, what does pee smell like? Because if you're drinking true. a lot of liquids, <laughs> my pee, like, that's it doesn't true. always smell horrible. Yeah, yeah. 
it can it can be quite clear. But here, okay, so here's the thing, though, right? I, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna put this to the test, guys. I'm gonna figure. I'm gonna gather I'm gonna it in a cup next time out. and do your own test. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Uh, I almost said her name. I, I don't think I should say her name on the show. Yeah. I'm gonna get my friend to mm-hmm. come over, and uh, we're setting up a day when we when I, when I get home from uh, Oceaga. So I, I'm gonna get her to come over. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get her to pee, and I'm gonna be like, "Yo, what color was your pee? Tell me what color your pee was." Mm-hmm. I'm hoping she's going to say. Some we're on the spectrum of yellow. Yeah. Then we're gonna just ruin the mattress again, and I'm gonna make sure all the towels are like white. I'm gonna inspect those towels, and I'm gonna be if it's if there's not a hint of yellow, then it can't be her pee. I think you gotta do more something more scientific. Yeah, that doesn't sound very urine. Is so legit. This is science. Gotta gather the urine because you know what? I once when my sister was little, she'd pee the bed all the time, and we had white sheets, and it didn't always look yellow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that's not gonna. You gotta gather both samples. She's gotta go to the bathroom. How the fuck do we not know this? How do they not take samples and just go, "What's in it"? Because I think there's a woman out there who's like, "Don't tell them. It's gonna ruin it." Yeah. Don't say anything. <laughs> if you tell them it's pee, it's going to ruin it. Just let the girls piss in, like, we'll call it squirting. Whatever. Yeah. Just keep quiet. Well, I'll, I'll tell you right now, if it is pee, piss all over me because I'm, <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah, every I guy I know it. is like, so, like, guys, I've had guys who are like, do you squirt? And I'm like, is that like a prerequisite? Are you going to, like, <laughs> yeah. cancel this date if I give you the wrong answer? I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't know what to say. I feel like I'm on the spot. Maybe he just wants to know how many towels to have on hand. No, you know. no, it's no. You can tell that yeah. like, they're turned on by like, oh, like two things I always get asked by first dates, which is so stupid. A, can I sing? And I think that's like a racial black thing. <laughs> they watch too much. Like, do you sing? No. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why do I look like I can sing? <laughs> it's weird. And the squirting always first date. Uh, so do you like? Do you like squirt? And it's like. Two random questions I always get asked by first dates. I don't know what it's about. Man, that's a that's not a, at the same time, but I always get asked those questions. Yeah, that's a big first date question. <laughs> that yeah, is a big sure. first date question. Uh, well, my first, answer would be it depends. Like, yeah, like we're, first dates aren't what they used to be. People are getting yeah. right to the nitty gritty. They get right to it. Well, there's a lot of like people are like having sex and waiting to the third don't date. Waste their time. People don't do that anymore. Yeah. If you're that if you're that girl, uh, there's a lot of men out there who are like third. Date? What is this? Is this little house on the prairies? Like, get in my house and let's have sex. Um, so I think that's probably like that's why people are so comfortable having that mm. conversation. Uh, people yeah. don't wait. There's not a whole lot of waiting. And if you're if you do tell somebody, listen, because um, I went through a phase where I was like, you know what? I'm just uh, I need to know you first. Like I just can't do this randomness. Like I'm at this stage. You know, you just get to a stage. You're like, I'm looking for a relationship, and I can't tell you. So many guys were like, so is it religion? Like, are you religious? Are you like a Jehovah's Witness? And I was like, no, I just want to know. Your last name, you disgusting stranger! Like, I'm sorry, I want to know what your interests are. I'm sorry, I want to get to know you first. But it was always like they were like so confused. Like, what is this? Like, you want to talk to me? You want to come see if I have books on a shelf? <laughs> oh, fuck. okay. Like they're so confused, and I'm like so random, so kinky. Yeah, it's like oh my god, this girl like she wants to talk to me and meet my my friends. Oh god, it's too much. Like it's like it's like now like the way people treat. Calling somebody, it's like, what are you like? What's your my phone? Did somebody die? Yeah, you text. It's kind of like that. Where it's like, you want to get to know me and wait. Bizarre. This girl's weird. Get her out of (laughs) here. 
Yeah. So doesn't she know she's on a date? Yeah. It's like, doesn't she know the way this goes? We go to Red Lobster, <laughs> and then she puts out in the car. But yeah, no, it's weird. <laughs> It is a weird time. Guys, this is fun. This, this was, was fun. fun. We yeah. talked about it. We covered a lot of there ground. Was, yeah, there did. was some ground, and we covered We a covered lot a lot of ground. Yeah. And the conclusion is Christmas ham. Yeah. <laughs> squirting is pee. Yeah. And sex toys aren't for everybody. Sex toys, they're really fancy and pretty, but they're not for everybody, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. This looks like an expensive sex toy. It does. Yeah. I bet like, that's at least 70 bucks. Is that expensive for a sex toy? I think so. Well, I mean, no, that I think that's standard that's for a sex toy. Hey, like if you see it on Kijiji later today, <laughs> shh, just between us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shh, it's a different one. It's a different. Lightly handled. Light, yes, gently, gently used. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. I'm glad we said No, thank up. you guys. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah, this was Such really good great. conversation. Yeah. This do, you have, awesome. like, do you have a way that you like sign off on your podcast? <gasps> Uh, yeah, I usually just tell people, like, you could. this is where you can send your questions, and then I do a really obnoxious bye-bye. Oh, yeah, okay. Because yeah. that's not annoying. Yeah. <laughs> well, how can how can people find you, and where should they find you? Oh, uh, you know what? They can find me on Instagram. It's it's Miss Bane to you, or you can go to Single Girl Problems on my Instagram as well. I have two accounts. Uh, or you can find me on uh, Twitter. I'm on the Twitter. Uh, Andrea M. Bain, which I don't know why I use my like whole name like an idiot. You can tell I signed up a long time ago. Or on Facebook, same thing, under my name, Andrea. But yeah, Instagram's probably the best place. Yeah. Photos and videos and all kinds of good stuff. Can Sweet. anyone apply to be a guest on your show? Yeah, anybody. Rad. Yeah, I just like to talk to interesting people. Like at first, I think people thought, oh, I'll talk to famous people. I go, famous people are too guarded and they have too many people. Like, I want to talk to real people. I've yeah. talked to, I used to interview, I used to be an entertainment reporter, so I've interviewed almost every A-list actor. And those people, like, you can tell they want to talk, but you can't because it's a different it's a different ball game for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nah, I want to talk to real people who are having, like, real stuff. Like, I want to talk to you about, like, you dated a girl who squirted. I'm interested mm-hmm. in that more than I'm interested in talking to somebody about, so tell me about when you got the role in The Lion King, mm-hmm. what were you thinking? Mm-hmm. When, like, I don't want, like, I know what you're going to tell me and I don't want to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, I've had that conversation. It's not that interesting. Yeah, mix it up. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. So. Um, well, if you want to check out what we're up to, at Turn Me On Podcast on Instagram, at Turn Me On Podcast on Twitter. We don't really use Twitter, but like we're there. I know. I don't know how. I go on Twitter when I'm tired of thumbing through Instagram. I, yeah, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or to read, like, that's my news source. I use Twitter's news. Yeah. I was just quietly hoping it would go away. It would fizzle Twitter? out. It almost yeah. did. Yeah, like, I heard yeah. that, and almost I was like, did. yes, thank you. So much yeah. time I but, saved. But then the good old uh, President of the United States, Donald Trump, was like, <laughs> nope, this is how I communicate with the people. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is your daily State of the Union. Yep. I'm on the crapper, and I got I got my Twitter fingers ready. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, you can check us out on Instagram, too, at Jeremy Saunders or at Bridie McClain. Um, and turn me on podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or or anything like that brain boners or uh, we also we also have an Instagram on, on turn me on's Instagram we're putting up photos of uh, people submit their butts and we put their butts up on our Instagram like it's like people love putting people love their bodies and they want to like show their body off like their naked like, butt or like butts yeah, sometimes. Like, yeah like sometimes naked butts yeah so, sometimes butts undies, underwear. sometimes yeah. butts and solid yeah. yeah and so uh so anonymously we'll we'll put your butt up if you want and uh there's a beautiful collection of arses on Ooh. our instagram girls so and boys all mm-hmm. the girls boys non-gender binary everybody i everybody, love that yeah. i'm gonna go look at that mm-hmm. who needs a who needs a vibrator when you yeah, can look at pictures of people's butts uh, yeah 
Ten times better. And a friendly reminder to the listeners, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Play Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. You can also buy my lovely book, Single Girl Problems, on Amazon.com. And guys, don't forget, send us your relationship questions or comments to singlegirlproblemspodcast at gmail.com. That's all the time we have. Until next time, bye! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.